welcome to the Contracting Officer Podcast. It's not just for contracting officers. If you work anywhere in the government acquisition world, this podcast is for you. For our topic today, I feel like we should have one of those breaking news announcements or, or meh, meh, meh. this is a test of the emergency broadcast system, something like that. This is a big deal, a big change coming to FedBizOps, the, the government point of entry, the place where the government posts all of their acquisition announcements. It's actually bigger than just FBO. This is a change to SAM.gov, the system for award management. All right, let's get into today's episode, beta.sam.gov. Here on the podcast, we try to keep things evergreen. We try to talk timeless concepts. Despite that, we know that GovCon is not static. Some concepts are timeless, like context and the power of communication, open communication. But some concepts, like we're talking about CPARs, go to this site to view your CPARs, those could change. They're going to change probably, and that requires updates. We can't ignore these changes. I mean, they, they happen throughout the GovCon world, and they're going to keep happening. Uh, we, we recently did an episode, um, the limitation of subcontracting, and then I think Three weeks later, <laughs> the far changed, and we had to redo it. Within and so a month, just, we had an update. <laughs> yeah, and that's just that's part of that's part of of building podcast content is you have to be okay with the fact that not everything is going to be perfectly evergreen. Which leads us to today talking about big change. The government is changing the websites, the portals that you use, whether you're government or industry, to access information. So this is like changing the limitation of subcontracting clause. We had to redo the podcast episode, except on an infinitely larger scale (laughs) that affects pretty much everything. In short, the government acquisition process has been managed by, I don't know, at least 10 different sites for, for, I don't know, 20 years since websites became like a big thing. There was a day when taking these elements online was a big deal. Like the first time that the far site was actually on, like you could, you didn't have to pick up a book. You could actually look through a website. And then FedBizOps, there was a day back in 2000, whatever, when it was relatively new. Well, now it's, it's old. The reason that this is a big deal is it's not just a refresh of a website. It's, it's a rebranding. It's a restructuring of how all these sites work together. It's more of the you know, modernization, consolidation language or streamlining. But it's all happening at once. They're taking all these sites and kind of stitching them together. So it's, it's a lot to absorb. It'll be tough to cram this into 30 minutes. Before we start cramming, let's stop and say thanks. Thanks this week goes to Michael Moffitt from Hico Engineers in Nampa, Idaho. I want to thank Michael for participating on our Skyway Community Members Forum twice last month. He gave great advice to other members before the Skyway team even had a chance to respond. He also likes and shares our content regularly on LinkedIn so more people find our podcast. Thanks, Michael. All right, back to our topic. Beta.sam.gov. I don't think we've actually said that yet. We talked about these changes, but the reason we're here is there's a new site called beta.sam.gov. And we've talked about sam.gov before, the system for award management. They're using that as the consolidation point. But instead of just going crazy and dumping everything in there right away, they have a beta site already stood up where they're slowly rolling things into before the final cutover down the road. The General Services Administration uses, like I said, at least 10 websites, the 10 that are on their website for this particular topic. 
to administer the acquisition process, which includes putting out post or posting uh, requirements and then having people bid on them and then managing the performance and all the stuff that happens around them. Sites like the CFDA, the Catalog for Federal Domestic Assistance, and the CPARS, the Contractor Performance Assessment and Reporting System. And then, of course, the one that we all live in a lot is FBO, which is the Federal Business Opportunities website. And there are other ones, but they're crunching these all together. It gets even more fun when you consider that several of these 10 sites have already merged. For example, the online reps and certs, which used to be called Orca, which of course it had a really cool um, killer whale as <laughs> its logo, but that was merged into SAM a while ago, right? And so this has been happening. Um, the overall consolidation has been going on for a couple of years. If these changes didn't touch your work, like if you didn't have to deal with the online reps and certs, you didn't notice that they were merging them together. Well, this one you're going to notice. <laughs> the fact that FedBizOps is going away, yeah. we're all going to notice that. At some point, you're going to go to FBO.gov, and there's not going to be an FBO.gov there. I, I, hopefully, there'll be a redirect, and that, that's, that site will be there for a while. So way back in 2017, this began. Beta.sam.gov went live to eventually replace all of these legacy sites. The good news is the government is using an incremental process instead of trying to just roll over all at once with one big reveal. <laughs> and I'm laughing at that because I, I think of uh, the Skynet from uh, the Terminator movies where they, they click this one button and like the whole system crashes, right? So I'm glad that, that we, they're not doing it as one big upgrade. It's a process. And in that process, some of these legacy systems are not going to shut down for a while. They'll likely not even be completely deactivated until the entire system is up and running. But in the meantime, we have beta.sam.gov where a lot of these things are going to be functionally transitioning. So the sooner we, we as users transition, the easier it's going to be. They've already started this process, like we were saying here. The catalog for federal domestic assistance, the CFDA, was migrated in May of 2018. So they're starting with some of the tools that maybe aren't used by everyone, like the entire, like FBO, you, you know, <laughs> practice with the smaller ones first. Yeah, there you go. The past performance information retrieval system, Peepers, that uh, is, it's, was, it's related to CPARS. And we talked about that. I talked about that with Shelly in the CPARS episodes we've done. But Peepers was consolidated into the CPARS site in January 2019, <laughs> right? And it, they, did, they didn't take it straight to beta.sam.gov because it's related to CPARS. So they put it together with CPARS. And I think CPARS is about the last to move over. There's a, there's a whole schedule online for when these systems will roll into beta.sam.gov. And, and, and in case, I'm, I'm laughing because of the acronym SOUP that just got laid out there. So uh, PEEPERS is Past Performance Information Retrieval System, and CPARS is Contract Performance Assessment Reporting System. Those two are closely related, so it's probably easier to merge them. Most recently, the wage determinations online, wdol.gov, began migration in June of 2019. So if you deal with wage determinations, you've probably already felt this change. Again, good news. There's a lot of content out there explaining the flow of how this is going to work, what's available, the timeline, status. The GSA actually has pretty good videos on their website at, at beta.sam.gov to explain how a lot of this stuff works. Now that they've practiced with some of the lesser used sites, here's where we get serious. Yeah, this is where it gets real for us. The next three systems that are going to transition to beta.sam.gov 
are FedBizOps, the FBO.gov portal, the System for Award Management site overall, and the Federal Procurement Data System. These are the key sites, key portals, where the government publishes new opportunities and information about awards. So if you're looking to win new business or find out what's been awarded where, this is all going to be on beta.sam.gov. Eventually, it's just going to be sam.gov again once the beta is over. What makes you so critical is FedBizOps is what are the opportunities? System for award management is who can bid on the opportunities, government contractors. Federal procurement data system is who won the opportunities. Those three pieces of information are really important if you're in the government market, and that's why this is such a big deal. The functionality for all these sites is already on beta.sam.gov, and the good news is they're changing the names to, to more English, right? Instead of FBO or SAM or FPDS, that government acronym, <laughs> acronym, right, exactly. acronym soup you're talking about, federal business opportunities is going to be called contract opportunities. SAM is going to be called entity information. Hey, imagine that. Information about the business entities. And FPDS is going to be called contract data. Wow. Simplifying the names. I think that right there is a going to be a big help. Yeah, because you can clearly understand. Because when somebody says, have you been to FPDS? And they, what? <laughs> if you, and it doesn't even sound like some federal, federal procurement data system. Yeah, so what? Data. What's that do? <laughs> exactly. It's much better. They're looking for feedback right now. So if you use the new tools on beta.sam.gov, give them feedback. Let them know how it's working so they can make it better before it becomes the only way to find the information. I don't want to skip FAR time here. I don't want to skip talking about the FAR. It wouldn't be an episode of the podcast without it. <laughs> FAR Part 2 talks about FBO.gov. It actually starts by saying government-wide point of entry means the single point where government business opportunities, blah, 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 are posted, can be electronically accessed by the public. Then it, can, then it makes it to where they have to change things. It says the GPE is located at FBO.gov. So they're trying to get to a generic term that this is the government-wide point of entry so that no matter what they change the website to, you don't have to worry about it, but then they point you directly to it. And that appears, what, 11 times in the FAR is what you, yep. what you found? So how many times does it appear in all the other agency supplements? An, an example of where FBO shows up, in addition to all the opportunities that are posted there that can be competed on. When you set aside a contract outside of competition under FAR 6.305D, which is a justification for other than full and open competition, it says under paragraph one, the justification shall be made publicly available at wait for it, the government point of entry, which is FBO. So in addition to all the things that are being, all the opportunities that are being posted on FBO to be competed, even the things that aren't competed are posted on here. This is a huge change. This is important because these sites are really foundational to how GovCon works. The migration of some of the smaller sites that only impact a portion of the federal business is one thing. But when you start moving the foundations of the building, the whole place shakes. It is good to see that these, these sites are getting needed improvements. But it may take a while before the terms FBO and FPDS are actually distant memories. FBO has been around for a long time, and it hasn't had a, a major modernization in a long time. It's funny, Jason Miller from Federal News Radio back in Febru February of 2019 
actually called fedbizops.gov, fbo.gov, the worst website in government. I don't know how many websites in government he's played around with, but he went there to try to find information and found that typing in the exact thing that he was looking for did not turn that up in the search function. You had to type in some other things to find what you're looking for. There's not much to talk about for the acquisition time zones and the execution time zones here, but it's important that we stop for a second and at least acknowledge we usually link everything we talk about to the acquisition time zones, which is the pre-award time period, and the execution time zones, which is comes after a contract award. This topic touches on all of the time zones because this is how the government and industry interface with each other online. If you're not familiar with the acquisition time zones, we cover those in episode number three, and the execution time zones are in episode 84. And there's actually separate episodes for each time zone that are available as well, but those are the overview episodes. Let's touch on why the government is going to be impacted, why they should care about the impacts that are going to happen to them, I guess. I remember the transition to online posts. Uh, there, when we first started posting things online, I had to post them in, a, in reverse order so that the RFP, like I would post the attachments and then the RFP had to be on top. So I, like you couldn't control that. You couldn't sort them. You actually had to put them in, in reverse order. It was crazy. This is where um, we feel old, right? This is where I'm thinking back. Wow. FBO, it, it used to be called the Commerce Business Daily, which is an even worse name than, than, than <laughs> Fed, Federal Business Opportunities for finding contract opportunities. But Commerce Business Daily was was a, a paper publication. It, it, was a, it was a catalog, basically, a, a, a giant hunk of paper that was delivered all over the place. You had to pick it up each week to get be the first to read about the opportunities. You couldn't search <laughs> it. You had to flip through all the pages to find what you needed. Yeah, there was no control F to be able to find whatever you needed in that thing. Right. So so this is akin to changing from that paper published copy to now you have to find everything online. There are a lot of contractors that were like, no, I want my paper. I'm not ready for the change. And they quickly fell behind. I remember the online had been out for know, a couple of years when I first started doing this. Somebody asked for the CBD in the office and that's how I learned what it was. <laughs> Is it, where's the CBD? And I looked over and they'd stop printing them, but they still, because people hoard paper. I don't know why. And they actually had one sitting in the corner and I thought it was the funniest thing. And I think I was looking for it because he wanted to have that paper. He was, he, he'd always use this paper and he, he thought I'm going to miss it. And like, though no, you are missing it because it's now on the website. Well, if you're not going to give me the CBD, I'm going to get my buggy and go home. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so yeah, now we have this attitude. If you're going to use the beta.sam.gov, I'm going to stay over here on FBO. Well, yeah. good luck. You're not going to last long doing that. It's no surprise that almost all big organizations have trouble with large changes, with making these things happen quickly and efficiently. The government's no exception here. There's an old joke about how long it takes to turn an aircraft carrier. This is a much needed catch up. Obviously, anyone who used uh, FBO is it's going to be a transition. Uh, and and to your point about the aircraft carrier, yeah, that's this it's not going to be clean. We're going to have hiccups. I'm I'm already starting to see some of the transition is difficult just because there's 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 so much data that's being moved that it's it's going to be it's going to be frustrating for people, but that's that's part of the challenge is the people who are willing to dig into this earlier as opposed to waiting until, you know, the, the buggy no longer works yeah. <laughs> and then you start picking it up. The, the faster we get on board with this, the more effective we're going to be because it is changing. Start playing with beta.sam.gov now, not when FBO goes away. 
The good news is they are taking this step by step and leaving the sites up concurrently. It's not like, hey, there's something new and we turn the old one off and now you're all in trouble. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> yeah. And the new one doesn't really work because we didn't test it yet. No, they're, they're, this is actually a good plan. It looks looks like they're taking their time and trying to get this right before they remove any of the legacy applications. I guess we sort of flipped to the industry side there because both government and industry should be playing with this new beta.sam.gov now. On the industry side, tracking opportunities is going to feel different. I mean, I, I've already been using it and it looks different. It looks and feels very different, but you got to embrace it because it's actually cleaner. The data is easier to, to scan, <laughs> put it that way. And they should make you know, business intelligence research easier because it's all in one place. What I really like about this from an industry perspective, this is a chance to leapfrog competitors. If people aren't taking, if your competitors aren't taking this transition seriously and they're blowing it off, blowing it off, blowing it off, and you're learning how to use FBO, nope, <laughs> there it is. You're learning how to use beta.sam.gov. It's going to take a while. <laughs> just, just like that. It, this, the term hasn't disappeared yet. But if you're learning to use it more quickly, it's an advantage. I mean, this is a unique opportunity to get an advantage in your competitors by picking this thing up faster because it's going to happen. The Federal News Radio post that I, I talked about before said that the government is quietly rolling out this change. And I'll say among the people that I talk to, there are a whole lot of people that were not aware that this is happening at all. Unless your fingers are in it, you might not feel it. Some sites, some of the government sites are doing a better job of announcing the rollout than others. If you go to the FBO site, they have a block at the top of the site that says attention and tells you about this. <laughs> But attention. the the attention is the same size, font, and color as everything else on that site. And it's so easily missed if you're just going about your usual business. If you go to that site and start typing into the search fields, it's right next to the attention block. And you might not even see that because it just, it, it doesn't call your attention to anything. <laughs> After 20 years of using this site, we're very tunnel vision. We know what we're going to do there. Right. We know what to type in where. And so we're looking at that middle text. And just above that, you're right, there's that box that says, oh, by the way, this site's going away. It's kind of whispering it at you. It's yeah, very right, unnerving. Right, and right below it, there's another attention box that says, you know, a bunch of random stuff that isn't really worthy of attention. But, <laughs> but it's, it's just some sites are doing better than others. I'll just say that. All right, before we try to go through every single change and how it's going to affect every single person, let's stop here and wrap this one up. I think we've done what we meant to do which is help get the word out that beta.sam.gov is available now and there's going to be important changes like fbo.gov rolling into it in the very, very near future, unless you're listening to this after November 8th, 2019, in which case it's already happened. <laughs> or, or, or the government slipped their schedule, which, you know, that could happen. It could happen. It could happen. By the time you're listening to this, we'll know. But the planned date is November 8th, 2019 for FBO.gov rolling into beta.sam.gov. Who stands to gain from this transition? Nearly all of us. Um, once it's all done and, and the transition may be you know, bumpy, but it's cleaner. It's going to be all in one place. It'll be easier to find information. And if nothing else, it, it'll be a consolidation of so many different websites that it's going to save people time. Look so at you being so optimistic that, that a government acquisition is going to go well and something's going to be delivered on time and it's going to be better. And every, well, I, didn't, every I, I, didn't, love it. 
I didn't say it was going to be on time. Um, I didn't say I was going to love the transition, but I, but I, I truly believe that by the time this is done, it's yeah. going to be simpler. Because, yeah, for example, I, I don't go looking for Orca, the online reps and certs anymore. Yeah. It hasn't existed for a couple of years, but I didn't miss it because that information is now in sand. Yeah. So, and it's, it's in one place. So it will be faster. I'm, I'm with you. This is, it's a great thing. It's, it's, this is a hard job. I mean, the, the scope of what they're trying to do is very difficult. There's sure to be some bumps and wrinkles along the way, but the end product is, is going to be better than having all that information scattered amongst all kinds of different websites that none of them look, feel, or operate the same way. <laughs> it's funny to me because each of those 10 have their own logo. Like they had their own branding design, area, right. completely independent, although they're supposed to work together. So anyway, rabbit trail. Who stands to lose from this? Well, those of us who created lots of free videos about FBO, <laughs> for example, or how to use FPDSNG, uh, because those aren't going to exist anymore. So I'm not really sure how to get my videos off of YouTube. <laughs> Just look at um, it as an opportunity to do new videos and share new information. So make sure you you search on on the date of for when you search for a video. Make sure you put in the current year when you're searching for a video if you want the newest information. That's a good point. Another group who who stands to lose from this is those who claim pieces of this data are not free. Right on the beta.sam.gov site it says all this information is free. There are companies out there who have made their stake, made their 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 entire business on selling this information that is available for free and to have it all in one location. They, they, they may feel it because now, Oh no, everybody can get this information for free. You don't have to go to a, a secret squirrel location to get it. It's all going to be under beta.sam.gov. So I don't, it wouldn't surprise me if there's a little bit of pushback <laughs> and some misinformation yeah. about, Hey, you can't get this. Oh yeah, you can. All right. I'll bring us back to the very beginning. We we're here talking about beta.sam.gov, which someday the beta will be removed when it's, when it's complete and everything is consolidated this is one of those parts of GovCon that is not static. This is one that will change. Someday, SAM.gov may get renamed to something that makes more sense than SAM.gov. They chose that as the, the portal, but hopefully when they remove the beta, that a great new name like the federal portal, federal acquisition portal, business portal, I don't know, some, something <laughs> that makes SAM, SAM is a weird name for what it's going to do when everything is rolled into it. We're talking about a lot of change, but we did do an episode, episode 143, about GovCon axioms, the things that won't change. So I'd say if you're curious about, okay, what are those axioms that aren't going to change about, about GovCon, go listen to episode 143. Nice plug. We'll use that to wrap this up, and I'll talk to you later. See you, Paul. There you have it, a timely episode of the Contracting Officer Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we invite you to check out the Skyway community at skywaymember.com. The Skyway community is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing, and running a business with government contracts. We speak GovCon. Whether you're brand new to GovCon, just got your first contract, or you're already a successful government contractor, being a Skyway community member gives you the edge. With our extensive tools and training, exclusive member discounts on consulting support, and a supportive and active community of peers to help you along the way, the Skyway community is the perfect place for anyone who's serious about winning new business. To learn more, call us at 877-884-5280 or check us out at skywaymember.com. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.